The Nevada Department of Education is providing this podcast as a public service, and it is provided for informational purposes only. It is not a statement of official state policy, nor should it be construed as legal advice on any subject matter. It is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of state policy. Reference to any specific product, process, service, or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by the Nevada Department of Education. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by employees of the Nevada Department of Education or Nevada educators are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the Nevada Department of Education or the view of the state of Nevada. Welcome to the Battleborn Digital Learning Podcast, a podcast brought to you by the Nevada Department of Education and the Nevada Digital Learning Collaborative to highlight best practices, tools, and successes from classrooms, schools, and districts from around the great state of Nevada with your hosts, Maggie Cox and Kyle Anderson. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Battleborn Digital Learning Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kyle Anderson, a special education teacher at Clark High School in Las Vegas. And with me, as always, is my good friend, Maggie Cox. Maggie, how you doing? Doing good, Kyle. Uh, as you know, I work at Desert Pines High School in Las Vegas doing a career in technical education medical program. Um, I am very excited to talk to you tonight about heading into 2021. We have been waiting. It is here. Now, what are we going to do with it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, we we kind of had to sneak in a little bit, not let us know we were coming because we didn't want to bring that bad juju from 2020 with us along into right. 2021. So, yeah, it's uh, it's very nice to have this new year upon us at this point and you know, looking back at 2020, I actually wrote a blog post about this that, I mean, as awful as 2020 was, and not to discount anything terrible that happened in regards to COVID-19, people losing friends and loved ones and whatnot, there was a lot of good that came out of that year as well. Uh, but so much of the bad just kind of overshadowed it. So we're just trying to take a few minutes here now, you and I, just to kind of look forward to 2021 and and what it may have in store for us. So, so you will notice that it is just the two of us today. We don't have guests with us yeah. today. Yeah. So, you know, we had our, our two week break here in Las Vegas, Clark County, and that gave me a little time to reflect. And I agree with you. Um, although there were so many challenges, there were some positives to come out of the change. And I think that's what we are hoping in education to continue to, to capture and work on and move forward with are those positive changes that did happen. And we've heard so much on this podcast about a more student-centered approach and more empathetic response. And we are now not only, you know, do campuses have one or two tech-savvy teachers, that group of teachers embracing and understanding technology has certainly grown. Um, so I think a lot of our discussions have talked about okay, we've embraced this change. How do we hold on to it? How do we move forward with it? And those are some of the things I'm excited to to see how, how it goes here in 2021. Yeah, for sure. So uh, one of the things that I know I've always done going into a new year, and you know, we were talking a little bit about it before we kind of hit the live button here, is the importance of setting goals. And, and to me, 
there's New Year's resolutions that people will set every year, and then there's goals. And I'm one of those people that tends to set goals instead of resolutions because to me the difference is a resolution is usually something that's really lofty and it's easily broken. Like somebody will say, I have a New Year's resolution to work out every single day. And then as soon as that one day is missed, then it's like, oh, I failed on my resolution. Let's uh, just move on and forget about it then. So whereas with a goal to me is something that is something that you break down into smaller chunks. It's not the end game necessarily. So rather than saying a resolution of I want to work out every single day, you say something along the lines of I want to start working out at least three days a week. And then once you can get into a nice little routine of that, then maybe you can build up on it a little bit or setting a weight loss goal. Uh, for example, instead of saying like, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds this year, uh, breaking it down into smaller chunks to me is the difference between a resolution and a goal. And I know I have set some goals for myself for this year and I'm sure you have as well. So how do you view resolutions and goals? Is it very similar or do you have a different take on it? Yeah, I absolutely. I agree. I think sometimes people set themselves up um, to be disappointed. So I like that idea. Um, when I talk to students, I always talk about the short-term goals and the long-term goals. And I think it's important to recognize both and really focus on those stair steps like you're talking about. Like, let's work out two days a week and then go to three and four and, and move our way up. So um, I think my background in sports and athletics sort of helped me. And I, I know you have a, a similar background. And I think that's always helpful because you you look for growth. You know, yeah, you'd like to be you know, a college athlete or something, but you don't start there you start working up with these little goals, new new skills. And I think um, when I'm talking to my students, I talk similar in that, of course, our, our big goal in high school is graduate high school. Um, but in order to do that, there are steps along the way that might be passing one class or completing one project. And all are significant parts. And I think it's helpful to talk to the students about that and, and get them um, sort of moving forward. I I don't typically do a resolution. Um, like you mentioned, I think it sets people up for failure. Um, I have enjoyed using the one word focus. Uh, that's helped me the last couple years. I think I've, I've done it for maybe four or five years now. And so I have encouraged my students to do something similar. We have seven core values at our high school. So sometimes I suggest they pick one of those to work on. Um, this year, I'm going to choose growth as my one word. And in that, as, as sort of my overall word to focus on, I'm, I'm breaking it down for myself into personal goals and professional goals and sort of breaking it down. But definitely ending 2020, uh, realizing there was just, there was so much I was adapting to very quickly. Um, but hindsight you know, I could have done better in these areas. So I'm just looking now at kind of that reflection piece of like, how could I grow further in this area? Even though I survived it, I did okay. I could do better. And so for me personally, that's sort of what I'm starting to break down right now um, is just how will I continue to, to grow myself? And that will be a similar conversation that I have with my students in the upcoming week as we talk about, you know, what their last push you know they got one more semester what's that push going to look like so that we end strong so is it safe to say that hindsight is 2020 right now right i was trying to avoid so hard i was trying to avoid saying that 
But boy, that's going to bring a whole new meaning now. Um, absolutely. Well, I can never resist the opportunity for a solid dad joke. So that was uh, <laughs> one of the more solid opportunities I've had in quite a while now. So, but I'm really glad to hear you say that you're not only just taking the idea of setting goals and your one word of growth and everything for yourself, but also with your students. So I think it's important that educators set their own goals and if they choose to have a like kind of a theme with the with the one word for the year but talking to students about that as well so i'm really hoping that a lot of teachers over the course of this next week or so after we record this are going to be having those conversations with students like what are your goals for the rest of the year so and they could have that big goal at the end where i want to achieve this grade point average, or I want to make sure I make up these credits that I missed out on last semester or previously as a result of different circumstances. But at the same time, stressing though, like you said, those smaller bits to those things. So you can say, I really want to have a 3.0 at the end of the semester, but it starts with doing the little things as you go along. So because and not letting a little hiccup along the way blow the whole thing out of the water again that goes back to that whole resolution thing in my in my sense where if a student looks at it that way misses a a large project or doesn't do so very well on an assessment all of a sudden says well i'm not gonna get that 3.0 now so i'm just gonna throw in the towel at that point so mm -hmm. so it's not only just about talking to our kids about goals and breaking it down those smaller chunks but also supporting them along the way so they don't trip up along the way yes absolutely I, I do actually do a vision board project with the kids right when we come back. Um, the last couple of years, we've just done a, a Google slide and they go through a series of questions and then they put images and their one word if they, if they choose to use that and then share with the class things that they are looking forward to or things that they've um, committed to as goals. One of the first questions I ask them in that process is, what are things that make you happy? And we kind of talk about, you know, what are what are things that, um, you know, you're passionate about or get you excited or motivated? And then I let them sort of um, sit with that for a minute and think about, you know, how could they progress so that they work towards, you know, an area, either whether it be a career or, um, you know, just working in such a way that they carve out more time to do that activity that makes them happy or whatever it is. So um, it, it definitely is something at a high school level that I think is important to talk to the students about, you know, creating goals, breaking them down and succeeding. Um, I do model, you know, I try to model as much as I can. So I create a little vision board, talk to them about some of my goals, share what I can, and then let them get started on it. Um, they often will ask me, you know, how's it going? <laughs> so it holds me accountable too. <laughs> so that's fun. And it's always a good way to to learn more about your students when you ask them questions, kind of personal questions like that. Um, and when they share with you, you know, maybe they share they're doing some music projects or art projects. And so you learn more about them. So I think it's something for me, it's something I'm going to continue to do this year. I think it's important as much as I can to learn about the students um, because I'm not seeing them on camera very much. So anything I can do to try to learn and connect with them. So I'm looking forward to talking about goals this next week. 
Awesome. Yeah, I've never been one that has been shy about sharing those things publicly. Uh, I've written about them in blogs in the past and on social media and then with my students as well. So and it's not going to be any different this year with uh, the goals that I have set for myself as well. So yeah, just look kind of looking ahead to the goals that I do have. So I, I kind of already got a start on it. So uh, as of right now, you know, we're on January 3rd right now, three years, three days into the new year at this point. I finished off 2020 with 42 straight days of exercise where it was mostly walks, three to five miles a day. Uh, did get a bike ride in or two every now and then. And then was also getting out and doing some ice skating and whatnot at the local ice arena. Uh, I've now since continued that into the new year. So now I'm at day 45 of that and I'm looking to keep that going. So I'm not going to sit here and say like I have a goal of 365 days for the whole year. While that would be awesome, I'm taking it one month at a time. I want to hit every day in January 1st. And then I want to hit February after that. So I don't want to take the whole, put everything on the plate at one time. I just want to be like a buffet, get a little bit from the buffet, go back and get more as you go. So so that's definitely one of my goals. Uh, helping out uh, by getting out every day, but I also have a Peloton bike coming soon. That was a, a gift that my wife and I bought for ourselves over the holidays. So that's coming in mid-January. Looking forward to that. So any listeners out there, if you're on a Peloton, uh, connect with me. I'd love to be able to, I hear, I hear you can really you can connect with people almost social media style on a Peloton. So, uh, and then professionally, I did fail in getting into the Google Certified Innovator Academy last summer. And I'm not sure what that's going to look like this year. If it's going to be virtual again, I'm sure it's going to be, uh, but, or if it's going to be back to quote unquote normal, where people are traveling to various cities around the world to do the Academy. But I want to hone the idea that I had last time around and hopefully uh, get accepted into that Google Certified Innovator Academy this coming year. So those are my goals uh, coming up. So, and like I said, I'll be uh, well, putting that out on social media and in blogs and whatnot. So, and so kind of like with that theme of the goals that I have is I took the word commit as my one word this time around. So as of right now, I'm still writing a blog post on it. So if I don't get it out before this episode post, you hear it. Um, I'm definitely going to go into more detail with that once I get it out there. But uh, the whole idea of commit is like, if you say you're going to do something, just get it done. So like right now with my goal of getting out and exercising every day, okay, you said you're going to do it. Now just get out and do it. Okay. Same thing with the uh, Innovator Academy. Uh, get out there, do what you need to do to prepare for that application and put it out there when the time comes along, whether that's in June, July, I'm not sure when that is. So and that, but there's so many aspects to what we do on a daily basis that we say we're going to do. And sometimes you slip up and you don't do them, but that word commit by saying, I'm going to do something. I want to get it done. I love that. Um, and I love the way that you explained your exercise, how you've increased it and you're, you're happy with that 45 days you've hit, but you're going to keep working on it. You're going to commit every day. And I think it's important that you said, I'm going to commit for January. Well, February might look different. Maybe you bump it up, maybe you bump it down, but you're willing to commit to the process and to adapt as you go. And I think that's so important, um, you know, for, for educators to do and to model for their students. So sounds like we have some, some good uh, goals set and we will have to come back to this conversation again a uh, little accountability within our group, but I'm excited to see what 2021 brings. 
Yeah, definitely. So I know this episode was a little bit more personal uh, for you and I uh, versus reaching out to a guest to share their expertise or whatnot. But at the same time, I really hope that if you are listening still and you haven't turned us off, that you're realizing that, you know, maybe I need to spend some time setting some goals and figuring out a game plan for how I'm going to meet those goals over the coming days, weeks, months, and for uh, throughout the year 2021. So uh, so we'll probably get back to our more normal formatting of the episodes uh, with our next one here. So, And uh, speaking of those, you can uh, find us on all of the different podcasting apps that are out there, like Anchor, Apple, Spotify. We always post on the first and third Mondays of the month. You can connect with us. Uh, Maggie's Twitter um, at MS Cox is hers, and then mine at Anderson EdTech. You can find us on Twitter, but you can also connect with the podcast and the Nevada Department of Education on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. They've got a whole slew of hashtags that we use NVDLC, NV Digital Learning, and NV Digital Engineers. Uh, they also got a YouTube channel that you can find as well. And there's a great website that we post all of our resources to. Maggie, where can listeners find the resources that the digital engineers are putting together? Yes, you can go to www.nvdigitallearning.org and you're going to find all sorts of resources for students, parents, teachers, all created by Nevada Digital Engineers. And if you're listening to this and you have some ideas about some great things that you're doing in your classroom, we'd love to hear about them. Connect with one of us and uh, we might even be able to get you on the show to kind of share out what you've been doing and the successes that you've been having in your classroom over these past few months and into the new year as well. Yes, certainly. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Maggie J. Cox. And I would love to hear what's going on in your classroom. We enjoy sharing here on the podcast what we're doing to move Nevada digital learning forward. Absolutely. So like I said, every first and third uh, Monday of the month, you can hear a new episode that's coming out and and again, that website, nvdigitallearning.org, find those great resources. And thank you for listening. And until next time, have a good one. Bye.